Do 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 Recorded us this time. For uh, real? I, it would appear that it is now recording as the bar, as the waves are moving or the yeah. bars are moving. Yes. Hey. Recording from the couch. We are not sitting in front of our fancy mics. Nope. Uh, with our fancy board. And you can probably tell by the audio quality. We but probably no. sound. Last time they heard anything on this thing was when we were driving to go see Dark Phoenix. Probably. No, I wasn't there. No, didn't we? Um. I thought we recorded that in the car. Yeah, we did. Welcome to Couch Crouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. I got confused because I'm sitting in the middle, so <laughs> I thought that I was going to go next, but that's not how the order of things goes. So, uh, we're at the house, it's Sunday night, gentlemen have had a successful opening weekend, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah was... pretty good. Pretty good I, crowds. Shit, man, we got a standing ovation on opening Thursday, which doesn't happen. We sold Balcony on Saturday. Yeah, I heard about that. That's fantastic. Man, we only sold Balcony last year on closing weekend. Yeah. And that's 90% because of the scam. Like, people are scamming and selling fake tickets. Right. Oh, no, it's, it's been a problem for the palace before. That's why I put up on the, uh, on the website there <laughs> that the only legitimate tickets you get are ones that you purchase through the cast or through... One of the few like approved links that take you to right. the, the the palace's sort of box office. Yeah. Um, because we actually saw this year too that there were some fake tickets going up on Groupon. Oh wow! So you know, just lots of little problems, and the the palace gets hit with this a lot. But they also have a, a lot of people that go through there. So. There's a special place in hell if you fucking. Do fraudulent community theater tickets? What the and fuck is the matter the, with the, people? The, the prices that they were listing for for these tickets were some of them were absurd. Yeah. I think I think they caught some of them at like fifty bucks a ticket. I yeah, like, but it was like fifty bucks <laughs> a ticket marked down from a totally fictional yeah. sixty dollar price. It's like, wow, so you'd be willing to pay that much? Holy <laughs> shit! Like guys, straight up, the only uh, legitimate price for tickets. You know, before convenience fees and whatever, because I think their online uh, box office thing adds a small percentage to it as a yeah. convenience fee. But straight up, our, our tickets are twenty two or twenty seven dollars. You know, all these other prices are are nonsense. So don't don't be fooled. But yeah, last year, uh, like on closing weekend, a lot of people showed up, and a lot of people had paid for these fraudulent tickets. So we wound up, I think, cutting them a deal of some sort, right. and, and they got in. But I think that the deal with some of them was, well, we've already sold most of the floor right now, uh, so we put them up in the balcony. And yeah, dude, getting started early with huge crowds, a lot of virgins. Not a lot of people have known a lot of things. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. But, that's what I was. So Friday I said, and Saturday were big and boisterous, and it felt good. I didn't said it? to Jamie, you know, on the one hand, it's great because all the crowds that we've had have really enjoyed the show and really liked everything that's going on on stage. But as an actor doing Rocky Horror, having that raucous callback, screaming crowd does give you a bit of the like a bit of an adrenaline. Yeah. Oh, it most certainly yeah. does. And Saturday was definitely full of the people that were just screaming an asshole every single time Anytime name was mentioned. Anyone said Brad or Janet. Somebody, Which, 
I mean, <laughs> it's because they caught on. That's, which you know. I mean, they they've done it before during the roll call, which always kind of sucks. But they started to do it during like the bedroom scenes. They do bullwinkles at least though. Like, I during, did get during some the roll call. Yeah. Did you get someone do the Mouseketeer roll call sound off? Uh, Scott does Scott that usually. usually yells okay. that. Yeah, but. our MD and our guitar player player have been good about yelling callbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Kelly Comer ran lights for us oh, this, this past How'd weekend. How'd she do? She did real well. Good for her. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, um, I learned how to run that Magic Cube program. Oh, um, good for you. That's, which which a... is their their in house sort of that's cool PC based console. Um, good. I don't know what people were complaining about. Like, uh, Stewie used to piss and moan about this thing and how how much of a pain in the ass it was. But I don't know. It, I picked it up pretty easy, and also. Oh, sorry to talk over your nice, uh, nice pop in there, Joe. It's not as it's good not without right, right up onto the thing. thing. I mean, if you pop right. this... I'll be right here and do it. Oh, too bad. Yeah. That was limp dick. That was limp dick. Whatever, dude. I'm yeah. thirsty. Yeah, go for it. That's why I cracked mine. So anyway, I don't know what the problem was, um, especially since Chamsis, who was apparently bought by ETC fairly recently, Oh wow! Really? Um, they still offer the Chamsis Magic Cube program right. as a free demo download. Oh wow! And it makes sense because you can download this program for free. You can't you can't fucking talk to DMX through it. You can't talk to Dimmers through it. You need this uh, like seven hundred dollar USB. Device. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So sure, you can get the console for free, and you can play around and learn that. But you can't get the interface. That's sort of program, but. You're going to need that expensive interface. But they had that already, right? Yeah, they've got it. But that meant that I could download uh, the the program to my computer, and it's got like a visualizer in it. Oh, that's so you can actually... So, oh, that's so very you can cool. kind of okay. see what you're doing. And I spent... You know, honestly, I don't think anyone at my work listens to this, but I spent like a day at work yeah. not doing actual work and just kind of... Playing around well, with you this put, you I know what though you, you were probably due a little a little a little downtime anyway so and so so I went through I rewrote a couple of the cues that needed rewriting take a couple of the lights out um, I updated the Eddie's Teddy cue from last year oh yeah because we were able to find last year's show still saved on there so it's not yeah, like you I said had to that, yeah. it's not like I had to start from scratch but. Um, when I'm stepping through them and we're going through it. But did you it, effectively like have to design lights for the show too? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. For, uh, so let, let me let me see if I let me see if I if I had this straight. And, and Joe, you, you you correct me if I'm wrong yeah. too. So Gonzo's hats. Gonzo is, well, playing the lead in the show. He's Doctor Frankenfooter. Yeah. He does all of the uh, the press and promotion for it. Yeah. Marketing. Um. All of the the print. All of the, the graphic design stuff like no, that. No, I didn't physically print it, but I did no, the no, design. No, no, no. You designed yeah, the print. Design. You, yeah, all, you designed all, you, all the graphic design. You are design. also the reason that half of the cast is there. It yeah. doesn't matter. No, no. These that's not work. That's talent acquisition. Right. No. What 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 we're getting to with the talent yeah. acquisition thing is when you look at like some of the, especially in the film industry. Yeah. I have filled the role of executive producer at this point. Well, I was going to say, it sounds yeah. like, and then also, now you're now from things that I'm hearing that we won't get into, it sounds like you're doing, like, executive produce, like you're producing as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, production managing. Um, so, yeah, there's... 
certain stage managerial yeah. roles. There have been, like, you know, there's definitely, definitely a good bit of wrangling that he does. As there well. have been many hats. Um, I shove actors on and off a stage occasionally. Um, some of them, and you know, like I've worked around it. Uh, but our Rocky for the longest time didn't know exactly where he needed to stand at one point. Oh, poor kid. And he would always kind of crowd in a little too close and almost turn his back to the audience. So I've worked it into the bit because it's what I'm going over and you know asking, you know, uh, what do you, Brad, Janet, what do you think of him? And he always kind of crowds in. So I've taken a, taking my hand and physically pushing him back like he's an overeager puppy, you see? Like he's just here. It's no, no. You go here, you stand, stand here. The, the adults are talking, Rocky. Yeah. That sort of thing. That's oh, man. Oh, so I gave the audience shit and, like, yeah, people caught was, it. Loman almost broke, um, which would have been hilarious because this was during uh, I'm Going Home. Okay. So, Riff and Magenta are already out there in their spaces. Mm-hmm. They're being super ominous and and everything. And it's, As they're wont to do. And it's a big... You know, sort of. I I think it's a fairly emotional song. Sure, oh sure yeah. it is. I'm going home. Sure, it's it one is. of the only songs that has like actual meaning in the show. Yeah, right. Um, and so you know that they throw cards during it. Yes. And there's a specific time and a place to throw cards, right? Cards for sorrow, cards for pain. So so I'm line sitting where there. Cards are thrown. So and Jim, you've seen the show. You've been in the show. Been in the show. You know the. I've been in that production company's uh, production of the show. You've seen the movie, so you know how this goes: is standing and singing, standing and singing. Sit on the edge of the stage. Yes. Kick your feet a little bit. Get up. Walk down ramp. Right. So I'm. I walk over and I sit down, and almost fucking everybody in the audience decides that. Oh, he sat down close to us. Now we're going to throw our cards, right? So they threw their cards, and I, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, that's the wrong time, guys. But whatever. You're throwing your cards. You're having a grand old time. And I'm singing, I'm singing, and I get to, you know, the end of that intro, and I, it's cards for sorrow, cards for pain. And as I say cards for sorrow and mime mm-hmm. throwing the cards, I looked dead ass into the eyes of the people sitting right in front of me, who started throwing the cards too early, and I gave them a little look of like, guys, cards for sorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I think I nodded at them too yeah. as I did like, cards for sorrow, guys, and the audience caught it. They they cracked up at it. Chris saw it. And he actually, for what it's worth, thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Loman told me that she almost broke uh, because it's, car guys. I gotta say though, I almost broke uh, everybody one time um as an audience member i almost i almost killed you when they're carrying you out at a oh so were you were you with me for that i don't think so um they're so it was loman it was a bunch of people all all done godspell together and gonzo's frank and they're carrying him out and as they're passing me i very slight i very very uh quietly go Long live God. And Gonzo's just... Loman's cracking up. I think Rowan was there. I mean, people were la- like... Yeah. I almost broke the entire cast. He was... almost broke me physically as they would have dropped me. Yes. Yeah. Um. I was drunk. It was funny. Yeah. Oh, who did I go with? Actually, who did I go with? I went with somebody that night. 
and it wasn't it wasn't Joe. I went with somebody that night. It wasn't me. We went. No, in you and I went in 2014. Was that Adam? Was yeah, uh, Adam yeah, was that was Frank? Adam was Frank, and I got talked to at intermission, told to cool it with the callbacks. I was scaring the actors. I mean, the only reason I was scaring the actors is because they had had a screen up there. Right. They had had an entire run of people just yelling the uh, screen callbacks, and we uh, were doing we were doing and, the right and, ones. Yeah. We were doing the right ones. There the were right some time. that were not there that I thought was like absolute travesty that they weren't there. I'm like, shame on you. There have been a couple good ones. So, uh, yeah, if you're if you live in the area, got two more weekends of Rocky Horror, man. Yes, you do catch yourself some motherfucking Rocky Horror. I gotta try to make one. I really, I really wanna, I really wanna make one. So I'm gonna try. Hey, Joe signed the uh, Eddie door. I did. Did I sign the you did. Did. I did. You did. You did. You were the first one there, to sign it, like after a long time, and no one. Yeah, signed there was. It. Yeah, there was the the first signature on it was from is the guy that played him from like two thousand five to right. like two thousand eight or something like that. Then there's your was, signature. Is that, that Kevin? I think. I think so. And then so it's you, me, and then the dude who was Eddie forever. Right. Um, but he was Good. just Eddie, and you and I both have Eddie Doctor Scott next yeah. to ours. Yeah, so good. I'm glad mine's still there. Yeah, it's a good, fun time. Like seriously. Yeah, um, check it out. You know what? And and you know what? They always. Yeah, they, they, no, I love this show. It's and you know what? It's a fun show. It's a stupid show in the yeah. best possible way. It you know. And you get drunk, guys. Yeah, there's you a go bar. And have a good the time. Have a couple dozen there's drinks. Two bars next door, and there's a bar in the theater. Nobody's there, there's no you. shortage of yeah. drinking. Yeah. Just you know, have a good time, man. Um, so how do they how do they get tickets or, or just you want to give them, just give them social media information? Or? Um, you know you can find us on on Facebook. Uh, I think it's. Or you know what? Actually, no. Hold on. Even better. Once again, we will re we will relink everything on our. Yeah, that's it. Let's plug our social media, and that'll go yeah, to their social yeah. media. Joe, where do they find these valuable plugs to find uh, tickets and uh, information for Rocky Horror? Well, we will most certainly be posting it on uh, Facebook.com slash CouchGrouches. I'll repost the link over there. Um, you can find information on the Couch Grouches Instagram and Twitter. That's at CouchGrouches. Or if you want to find uh, ask us a question personally about the Rocky Horror Show, that would be CouchGrouches at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> All right, so but, what are we? Oh, there's but, more. Well, so I, I was starting to say. But that wait, re, folks, there's that, more. That cue though. Because, oh, we never got back to that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, we were going through all the cues and looking at all of them, and it was like dress rehearsal night, and I'm up on stage, and the light hits me for Eddie's Teddy, and it was like full amber, and these are RGB, RGB LED fixtures. So they're color changers. So yeah. full amber RGB LED is. Mm-hmm. Um, piss it's very, yellow. It's very yellow. It is piss yellow. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember standing up there on stage and seeing it on my skin and just coming out of the lights and looking at Loman, kind of making a, a gesture with my head, and she kind of nods, and that was the. This is a very weird color for this. So what I did, and this is one of those things that somehow I learned myself to do. Um, it's actually I really kind of like what it's doing. We've got this, it's, it's a weird two-tone color okay. that's going on where kind of slashing down diagonally, um, stage left, and that encompasses the table and everything. Stage left on is kind of this nice blue. Okay. 
And then there's just one slash of that piss yellow amber that comes down and it hits Joe as Dr. Scott mm-hmm. while he sings. Mm-hmm. And So what, what'd you change it to? No, that's what I did change you it did to. You did change it to, yeah. So what it had been was just the full stage 100% piss yellow. Oh, I understand. Okay, so you break it up nicely. Okay, that's there, cool. There were a couple other things, pulling the narrator's light out, because it was the show from last year when we had him up on the platform. Oh, yeah. Um, and then... What I did, and I didn't tell Chris this, and he may have noticed, he may not have, is in the superheroes queue. So the superheroes queue was just red, full red. One thing about this uh, magic queue thing, it is an amazing FX engine. Sure. Because uh, it makes sense. It's really kind of built for like live music. Mm hmm. And rock shows. It's and for stuff. rock shows, yeah. So being able to have all these crazy effects you can do and just stack those cues one on top of the other. Mm-hmm. It can be used for theater, but it's really And Rocky Horror is a rock show anyway, so it works. But so as I was playing around with this at work, I found this whole built in FX bank of everything. And so what I've done is I've taken like just two, I think, instruments. And they now have this real slow pulsing two-color fade from red to amber, back to red, back to amber. So it creates these two flickering pools of like orange to yellow on either side of the stage. That's very cool. So which like, which catches like flame, yeah. which catches the fog coming out real nice. It's I'm proud of what I did, and th- these are some yeah. these are bits of useless knowledge that I now have that may perhaps translate to actual lighting sure. consoles yeah, sure. so i at least know how to select instruments there you go and i have a rudimentary understanding of you know patching <laughs> dimmers J- just a very basic thing but we'll see i'll work with jamie sometimes she'll learn me she'll learn yeah so so um, joe how are you well we don't or have news this week you. We don't have to do it this week, but I do just want to do a real quick fuck you to McDonald's for saying the McRib was back. Oh, I saw your post about that. Oh, and I posted about it too. Yeah. And then I read, did you actually go and find, look at the article? New York and Connecticut are the two states not getting, yep. we are not getting the McRib. Why? We are, they, I got no answer. That's what I said. I said, you do not get to say the McRib is back if I have to drive over an hour to fucking out find of one. state, and I live across the street from a goddamn McDonald's. I may live down the street from two McDonald's. <laughs> you yes. know what I want? I want a fuck goddamn McRib. I want a McRib. Oh no! I had so I had hoped one of my plans was to have McRibs for one of our episodes. I really, I the day that they said McRib season, McRib season is here, I was like, great! I'm gonna get out of work. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get a McRib. And I looked to find. If there were McRibs, and there were no McRibs. No, I mean, you can yes. always get yourself a rib witch from, like, uh, Subway. That's a pretty decent it's fake not, rib. But it's, but it's not. It's, or, not, the, it's uh, not the point. The Cumbies rib sandwiches are kind of But then close. you're just eating rib sandwiches because, because no one actually likes the McRib, but you love the McRib. I want it. I, I do. I want one. Why can't they? Why can't McRib season also be... Shamrock Shake season. Why can't I get a McRib and a Shamrock oh, Shake? Oh, I don't think I would like that combination. I think that I would hate it, consuming <laughs> it, but I would love having it. Although, if they did like a corned beef Big Mac with... Oh, I thought you were going to say like a corned beef milkshake. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought no. you were going to say a, a, no, a Joe, Shamrock Shake with a corned beef Joe, uh, how, how, Big Joe, Mac. Joe, how do you feel Listen, about a corned beef you milkshake? Get, you get a little 
Corned beef, cabbage, milkshake. Blend it all up. Put the cabbage in there. You gotta, you gotta boil it all first. And of course, you, you have to, you have to have the, a little potato or turnip yeah. in there for, uh, for, for, uh, for thickness. To, it has to all be boiled. It cannot be the least bit seasoned. No. Just toss it all in the cup. And then just 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 hit hit it on puree and just you're not allowed to yeah, make put it on put it in puree. Then then you fill half the cup with that and fill the rest of the cup with whiskey and then you have your authentic Irish, Irish. experience. You know what? I gotta admit, the sound quality is probably gonna be garbage, but I kind of like. It has. It oh, we miss it sitting on the so couch. It just, it just feels right. I do love sitting on the couch. It feels so much more relaxed, doesn't it? So too? it does. So what are we doing here tonight, guys? Oh, we're making a mistake on our special Sunday episode to it, replace our Wednesday yep. dress rehearsal. It is. Uh, it is Halloween season again, and we got a request and decided that it was a good idea. Hey, hey man, it's four and a half out of five stars. And. It is. We it's are three point six out of. It's three and a half out of five. It's three and a half out of five stars. What did I say? I said four and a half. I was wrong. Um, we are going to be watching Howling 2. Your, Your sister, sister is, is a, a werewolf. werewolf. Um, the, um, the, uh, the, the, or the description is, Ben White is investigating the death of his sister, a reporter killed with a silver bullet. At her funeral, Ben encounters an expert in the occult who says that Ben's sister planned her own execution after discovering that she was a werewolf. Ben and the occult expert travel to Transylvania to battle the Witch Queen and put an end to the werewolf coven. Starring Christopher Lee. I mean, yeah. Uh, so... You know, you could if you were interested in seeing snippets of this. I know uh, John Tron on YouTube. He yeah. did a he did, did a, a review he did a of this video about so this movie. you can see his take on it. I'm gonna try my hardest not to like recycle his jokes. Listen, because... I haven't watched that video in like two years, probably since he posted it. So. I I, ch I I remember like a couple things about this movie from that review. All I remember is Christopher Lee in. Those wraparound sunglasses. Uh, and they, they, there's a couple <laughs> scenes. Looking forward here. to it. That's that, all that I'll bring I remember. Up, all right, so we're gonna get this bitch started. Well, did, did we mention that it was Sarah who requested this? I thought we did. I, I think thought you said we had a request. Well, let's say it again. It was Sarah who requested it. At least Thank I'm you, pretty Sarah. sure it was Sarah. It was Sarah. Someone can fact check me. I'm not the president. If you want to watch this movie with us, uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Is it free on Amazon it's Prime? Free on Amazon Prime. Holy shit. It's free. As, as are the other Howling movies. Yeah. Now, apparently there's like 12 of them. Although, now, although Prime has uh, graced it with a three and a half out of five stars, IMDb gives it a 3.6 out of 10. Yeah, but that's 112 reviews to get it to three after, and a half stars. After we're done watching this, I would love to switch over to that Customers Also Watch tab. Okay. I would I would love to see what they put with Howling 2. I'm feeling spooky. I got my mellow cream pumpkins. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna put myself into diabetic coma. So we'll be back in a little while after uh, watching an hour and thirty minutes. Of I'll tell you what, though, sixteen of these is only a hundred calories. Apparently, <laughs> we're gonna watch the 1986 masterpiece Howling Two. It is, however, twenty six grams of sugar in uh, sixteen of these. Your sister. Your sister is a werewolf.
Well. Holy shit, that was fun. I mean, that was just straight up fun. I, was, I, it, it's not a good movie. That was very entertaining. I'll give it that. I here's the thing. I want. I do not. I want neither the. <laughs> I want neither the percentage that my yearly prime subscription goes towards to get that for quote free, nor do I want my hour and a half back. I. Think That's all I could ask for. That I, movie sucked. It was awesome, but. But like so, looking up there at the ratings and everything, yep. I agree with both of those. IMDb, <laughs> the IMDb score is going to be based purely on a cinematography. Oh, it's a film like, that was garbage. Like right. that film that was the IMDb garbage. rating of three point six out of ten is definitely is the, on is, is on yeah. point. But, that but that's the, definitely the approaching it but as the a three point five Amazon. That is, is very also much, very much correct. It's that the is consumer the consumer one. That's yeah. the everyone who sat down because they saw something about this or they heard about it somehow and they went, God, this is awful, but fun. So what do we have here? How? Uh, customers also watch <coughs> Owl. Blood Moon. Alpha Wolf. Blood was Moon. That, that was one of the ones we that talked about. Yeah. Uh, Battle Dogs. Howling 5. The Rebirth. Howling, Howling 6. six. A villainous carnival owner traps a young werewolf to include in his growing menagerie of inhuman exhibits. No, Bad Moon is the one that we talked about. Lone Wolf, Night of the Demons, Late Phases, Bad Moon. Oh, I think I remember that poster. Grandma Werewolf? Grandma Werewolf? How much? And then, of course, Nightbreed. Okay, yeah. I mean, you can never go wrong with Nightbreed. Big Bad Wolf. The Unnameable Blood Movie. Bad Blood the Movie. Uh, Carnival, yeah, so, well, there's Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. I was going to say, we're pretty, we're sticking pretty well on the werewolf-themed suggestion. Mm -hmm. For the most part. And then Return of the Living Dead is in here. Ghoulies, Ghoulies 4. Ghoulies 4. Ghoulies 4, wow. Oh, the snarling. <laughs> Alright. Um, Man. so yeah, I mean, there was nothing wrong with that movie. No, there's everything. But there was a lot. Oh, there was everything wrong with that movie. There was a lot wrong with that movie. But nothing... Okay, so if I went to go see that movie in the theater, well, hold on. In 1986, if I went to go see that movie in the theater, I wouldn't go, oh my God, that was so horrible. I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, that was a, that was a movie. There were a lot of bare titties in this. There were a lot I don't of mean bare like, titties. I don't mean ursine breasts. I mean exposed boobies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, For a minute, I'm like... Bear titties, ursine. That means bear. Bear. Yeah. Well, listen. It's a movie about a werewolf. So I'm talking about bear titties. Maybe there was a werewolf. I got. With I got a little confused. So maybe there's a werebear with boobs. I mean, just counting the credits, we have 17 instances of <laughs> yeah. bear titties. Yeah, of course, it's 17 of the same <laughs> yeah. titty shot over and over and over again. Repeats of her of Sturba of her ripping her her, her top off. Just just to unleashing her, her bosom nipples. Now there were there were some appreciable 1986 boobs in that. Listen, this this movie is incredibly entertaining. It is so dumb, though. It's horrendously bad. It is dumber than a bucket of lotion. Yes. And there like, are some there are some horrible line reads. This there is, some... it's not at how, all good. I love how like we watched it and we all had our own uh, moments of going, so you did that in one take, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, so Sybil Danning played Sturba. Yes. So we got to see Sybil Danning's breasts 17 times in the end credits alone. Alone, yes. 
Um, Plus, like, so what else four has she done? Um, she's she's just been in a lot of B movies. That looks through. like a lot of B movies. She's been in a lot of B movies. In Have the 80s. you seen the Howling, the original Howling? Yes. Is that a good movie? Yes. Okay. It's, um, I mean, okay, no, but yes. Wait, you know what? In a similar vein of this? No. Okay. It is oh. a better movie than this. Sybil Danning was in Amazon Women on the Moon. Yeah, but Amazon Women on the Moon is actually a really good movie. That yes. Is supposed to be, yeah, I mean, someone in the mood's a good movie. But so, like, if Dude, you... Carrie if, Poppins is in fucking, is in fucking... Carrie Fisher's in Amazon Women on the Moon. I can never Cat in the Cage. If you, if some, if someone was just a fan of The Howling, the first one, going into oh, this The is Howling. absolutely too. no way, shape, or form oh, or anything similar to Sybil Danning was apparently part of uh, the 2007 Grindhouse. Oh, and the, she was in Halloween 2007. I, I saw that she was in the, the new, the, 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 the Rob Zombie Halloween, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I wonder what she, Maybe she was the, in She-Wolf of the SS promo in uh, in the Grindhouse fake trailers that they were playing. I don't know. Uh, so he, here's why, I, and you gotta realize, dude, like, I mean, she was not... I, I mean, how old was she no, in but, 1986, but, but man? Did you, but did you see... Um, you did see Grindhouse, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, hold on. I'll find out how old she is currently. But I'm thinking that she may have been in one of those... I thought Grindhouse in the fucking theater. I loved it. Yeah. But, like... I think Death Proof, Death Proof gets way, way too much shit. Yeah. I think, I think Death Proof know, is entertaining. I don't think people realize shit. that Death Proof, of those two movies, Death Proof is the better movie. Yes, it is yeah. the better film. I agree uh, She was born in 1952, so she's currently 67 years old. Okay. So she was 34 when this movie was made. What does she look like now? Is um, there a picture of her it, now? Yeah. I would assume that she looks fairly I feel like similar. this is a fairly recent Yes, that movie. is the picture I was able to find as well. Yeah, okay. She looks. She doesn't look completely different from the right. way she looked in that film. I'm trying to. Because in that film, it looked that. like she had gone through some extensive work already. Yes. 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 Um, so let's see. Sybil Danning. Um, not Death Proof. Oh, she, I believe that she was part of the Werewolf Woman of the SS That's fake hysterical. trailer. That's a um, Makes me happy. Grindhouse. Um. I will say, I mean, it's not like yes, she was... Yes, um, this year, 2007, Mark Danning's return to the big screen in a faux trailer directed by Rob Zombie titled Werewolf Women of the SS for Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse. And I love everything about that, considering Howling 2, your sister is a werewolf. So, she is not a bad part. Like, she doesn't put in a horrible performance. She makes some... Interesting. Dude, faces. she is chewing the scenery yeah. like it's her yeah, job. I mean, but like, compared to the other performances of this film, <laughs> she. I love. I love the whole. Hello, my name is Christopher Lee. I will be in most of this movie. I will collect my paycheck. I will recite my lines. I will act only for approximately five to seven minutes of the film, and the rest of the time I will simply be Christopher Lee. I am enjoying the festival now. She has been hit by a car. We must get her to the doctor quickly. <laughs> no, I live alone. I am confirmed bachelor. He's clearly a werewolf, guys. All right, we know that, right? The the random priest dude who lives across the, the hallway, he's a werewolf. We know this because we saw him in the werewolf place. I would like to point out the fact that this movie 
I believe, has a profound and deep misunderstanding of the difference oh. between werewolf and vampire. In 100%. Soviet Russia, wolf, where are you? I have a feeling that, that funny. They, Fuck you, that was funny. I have a feeling they had this script for a movie, and they may have written it as a vampire movie. And then they said, oh, we could get some branding if we make this part of the Howling movie. <laughs> Let's make this a sequel to The Howling. Change every instance in the script of vampire to, to werewolf. werewolf. Cause it's like, oh yes, the <laughs> only way to, to kill yeah. a werewolf is with the titanium stake to the heart. Uh, Christopher Lee, I think that you are mistaken. Oh, I'm gonna wave this garlic around to ward off the werewolf. Um, lady, all right, Christopher yeah. Lee, what sort of weapons do you have for this final fight with the werewolves? Holy water. We have holy water. We have. The blood of Christ. We have... <laughs> I, you know what? I love the entire premise to the beginning of this. Christopher Lee only shows up and gets in their business because your sister was killed by this, a silver bullet. You know what that means, right? Well, it means that someone shot, shot her. her with a silver bullet. <laughs> um, no, it means she's a werewolf. Like, Christopher Lee, I'm sorry. Causality I, doesn't seem to really work, you know. I think you have your, your entire, like... Uh, Worldview backwards at Christopher. Lee. I just think he does you not see, have it, understanding of cause and effect. I'm just saying that if someone gets shot with a silver bullet and dies, that means that they were shot with a silver bullet. I think that if someone gets shot with a regular bullet and doesn't die, then they're a werewolf or a vampire. You know, it's just like What's your, a very, very flawed premise. I mean, he was right. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, she was a werewolf, which, which honestly is too bad because it's just going to reinforce bad which, habits for him. They never resolved that. I guess. I guess she oh, no, did get shot again. No, she, yeah, she's locked in her crystal. No, no, no. She was shot again, and the bullet wasn't and the removed. Bullet wasn't Therefore, removed she can time, rest in so peace. She's, yeah, that makes no sense to me either. It's just what he said, though. It's, apparently, that's how werewolves work in this movie. Because you know, well, no, so because you know, so you know that with where you know, of course, with a with a with a with a vampire, though, you take the stake out of his heart. Yeah, that there's still a lot. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Is they're, they're going back to that. I completely agree with the whole. This was written as a vampire. And listen, yeah. when they when they get that old guy outside of the crypt and they throw a net on him to incapacitate him. Yes, Joe. That's not how net works. That's not how nets work. Networks, Jesus Christ. Do You're I work in IT or what? Yeah. That's not how nets work. But with a vampire, it is because they. The, the reasoning for the net is they have to untie every knot in the net before they can move on. It is said that where that one of the things that old school vampires suffer right, from is, like, is uh, obsessive compulsive. They have to count. Like, you have to count salt. the grains of yeah. salt or sand. So just to let you know, we're looking at this here. Not only is this movie called Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf, but it's also known as Howling 2, Howling 2, It's Not Over Yet, and Howling 2, Sturba, Werewolf Bitch. I like it. That's a, I, I wish they used that name. So, Joe, Joe, I would like to point out that I found uh, a scholarly article with a cursory Google search. Okay. On um Oh wow, this film is the only howling sequel that directly follows the original film's events and is the only howling film to feature the input of the original novelist. I don't remember this having anything Was to do with the Was Christopher Lee in the first Howling? No. So, Joe, I found this scholarly article published August thirtieth, two thousand nine, updated May twenty seventh, twenty ten, by Buddy 
on the website ilovewerewolves.com. And this article is entitled Holy Water vs. Werewolves. So I'd like to to explain to you exactly why this movie was wrong with its use of holy water as a weapon regarding werewolves. So, holy water. Oh, to quote Buddy. Holy water is a common symbol often used in novels and movies to ward off both vampires and werewolves. The truth, however, is that holy water is not effective on werewolves. If you think about the fact that lycanthropy can actually be credited to an actual infection or virus, it becomes a little clearer on why holy water does not make a difference. Now, the normal cold or flu that a human would get would not be affected especially by holy water specifically. It is the simple act of hydration itself that can make a marginal difference. But think about this, Joe. Joe, think about this. It's any kind of water, not just holy water, that works to help against the cold. It's the hydration that is key. If you use this line of reasoning with lycanthropy, you can see the similarities. Being a werewolf does not mean you are possessed by an evil spirit or are in your core evil, which means that holy water would not work to ward off werewolves. I have, however, heard reports that if holy water is drunk, it does seem to give a slight delay to the transformation process, although it does by no means stop the process. This might be where the holy water werewolf rumor started. However, very interestingly, if a werewolf were to drink regular water, the same thing happens. A slight delay in the onset of transformation. These results lead to the same conclusion as with a normal cold or flu infection. It is not the fact that water has been blessed or is holy, just the simple act of hydration which helps with the symptoms of werewolf infection. I do, however, want to be very clear in this point. Making a would-be werewolf drink water will not prevent the onset of transformation, nor will it ward off werewolves if you are a human. The best it might do is... If drunk regularly, give a slight delay, and when I say slight, I mean possibly five to ten minutes, in the onset of the transformation process. What the fuck is wrong? 29 (laughs) responses. What the fuck? What what does any of that mean? Well, 21 responses. Oh, I love this one. There is a five-year delay between these two responses. (laughs) Mary posts on April 9th, 2013. Holy water is blessed by priests, and werewolves are not supposed to touch anything that resembles faith or anything holy. They are supposed to be monsters sent from hell to feed off of God's children to make him hurt the way Satan did when he was banished to hell. The whole point of werewolves to Satan is a tool to get revenge. But although I am a werewolf, I try to be as holy as possible. (laughs) So, um, it's at this point in in reading, um... In reading all of this, that I believe oh. I have accidentally stumbled upon an otherkin website. <laughs> but oh, I will Jesus. continue because October 30th, 2018, oh, John responds to Mary's 2013 post saying, What a load of bullshit! Werewolves have nothing at all to do with Christianity. Jordan, February 24th, 2016. Not friend of the show, Jordan. No. As far as we know. I will immediately... Wait. If it oh, is he's Jordan. just asking for uh, 
email subscription link or newsletter service to ilovewerewolves.com. Um, oh, oh, what do we got here? Oh, we got sad to be not wolf. Comments July 24th, 2018. Holy water is only gonna work if werewolves are evil, which they aren't. And if they are slaves to the devil or associated with the devil... And only if you believe in the devil, which I don't. Just wanted to get that out. So, um, um I want to preface this with: not none of us are in any way, shape, or form chemically altered on anything oh other dear. than sugar and caffeine. So I found that they have a shout box down here too. So you know, people can post like just things. Yep. Yeah, Yeet says, Hi, I'm a vampire, yet my girlfriend is a werewolf, but... <laughs> Dallas Field says, To those of you who can change into wolves physically, or... <laughs> can you click on them and Probably, they Probably, but I don't want to. Yes, you do. Um, I need to know about the, the werewolf and his vampire girlfriend. Chris says, I'm a half-demon archangel, half-vampire. <laughs> Oh, oh, holy shit. Oh my god, there's so much word here. It just exploded in the text. Oh, okay, so this, this, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Why? Why? Oh my god. So, I, I, ladies and gentlemen. No, I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm off, yeah, no. I think, I think we oh. finally summoned the demon. I think we just summoned the demons. Holy shit. <laughs> and I think Gonzo has denied them. Oh. <coughs> Fuck it, I'm gonna read more. Joe loves this, apparently. Uh, happy Halloween, Joe. It's spooky time. <laughs> so, okay, so let's... Well, we have... I let's say the Dark Shadow Demon 666 posts on July 20th, 2014 at 12.36am. Well, what I'm talking about is a vampire-demon hybrid. The combination of a vampire and a demon after they have mated to make a vampire-demon hybrid. I know this because my friend is a shaman and works with them and is teaching me all about them as I am learning from her. And she knows a lot about the spiritual and demonic world and such at Leanne. Leanne replies, yeah, you're still wrong. Alice say the Dark Shadow Demon 666. No, I am not wrong. But then again, I am not delusional either. Yes, vampires and demons exist, but they do have vampire-demon hybrids. I did not believe that until my friend told me that my guardian was one of them because I let her doing a reading or whatever on me. And that is what she found. I even drew the pictures and etc. But I care not if you disbelievers do not want to hear the truth. Go live in your delusional realm while I live in the real and exciting world. Take care and blessed be. Yet there is no periods in that. My favorite part of that my favorite part is the proof that he cites is my friend told me and also I drew pictures of it. Like he's a Matthew, August 29th, 2019 says, I believe you, my mate said he was a vampire. What? <laughs> I believe you, my mate said he was a vampire. That's Matthew's proof. Wait, may, may, hold on, maybe it wasn't, may, maybe by, it was a, uh, it was an Englishman when he says by my mate or, or a, well, I, I might can't do it. I can't, yeah. I can't do on, on that because I'm already kind of doing a, an English thing for uh, yeah. Alice, the Dark Shadow Demon. On this website, right, so, I feel so, like so, so, let me read it. Mate, could be. Let, 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 let me read it. And what does it say? 
I believe you, my mate. I believe, I believe you, my mate said he was a vampire. He was, yes. Oh, I, I love wait, that people are going... So, wait, oh, wait. oh, Lycanthrope replies to Alice the Dark Shadow Demon 666. Shamans have nothing to do with vampires or that kind of demon. If you're going to make stuff up, at least use correct BS, friend that tells me things. Also, I find it hilarious that you're arguing about vampires with Lee, who has a vampire soul, was it? Can't quite remember what the deal was. Anyway, you're way out of your league. Leanne, Lycanthrope... Vampire, demon, wolf, hell, I can do angel if I try hard enough. Quite interchangeable, really. Sorath and I took a couple years dabbling in transmerging <laughs> our past selves with our current, as well as learning from several different species. Oh, I'm slipping into Frank. For, for <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay with that shit. That's very Frank. Became a sort of a spiritual, physical messes for a while, figuring out how to control everything, barely brushing the surface of how it works. That's the easiest explanation. Scooter, January 12th, 2016. I love both demon <laughs> and werewolf. And then Scooter, uh, 17 minutes later, same day, I love both demons and vampires. Uh, he spells vampires, V-A-M-P-I-E-R-S, so that is vampires. vampires. Autumn. My name is Autumn, and I was wondering, are vampires even real? I mean, for real. And if so, could I get in touch with one? Is that possible? All right, so I have to... I'm just done. Hold hold on, I have to stop you here. Here's why I have to stop you. I think... Oh, no, no, please do me a favor. Make sure that you have the history saved on that. Because I think we may have just found a, 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 new, a new part of our show. At least for October, maybe. I think for... I think... I honestly... I think we need to... I think we need to come back to that site and, oh and next week and... and uh, and, oh my yeah. god, there's so many things going on on that website. Well, Joe, uh, actually, I'll, I'll tell you guys Maybe sometime. even we can do, like, dramatizations or something. <laughs> well, I'll tell you guys sometime um, about some of the shit that I've run into and people I've talked to. Because, uh, so back in high school, I, I had a friend who... Was a you, vampire? He or? fancied himself a vampire okay. until he grew out of that thing. Oh, Jesus, I had a whole bunch of those <laughs> And so, you know, me being me, and me being in, obviously into the occult shit that I'm into, sure. I went researching and I found some of the large uh, groups of the quote-unquote real vampires. I actually made a, uh, quite a few friends in, in there, too. And I used to hang out on, a, on an IRC channel that was part of their site. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the people that came in there and tried to talk, like, tried to talk about shit like they knew what was going on to any of us really because i was in there for a while and again like i say i've I've kind of been into this spooky shit for a long time um maybe that'll be a treat for next week if the listeners want to hear about um this one time in particular and hell even if they don't maybe i'll just tell it next time because that's (laughs) that oh my god i can't believe there's so many. Joe, you loved that. There's so many great things about just the interaction between Alisair the Demon Six 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 and Leanne. <laughs> just well, no, no, no. I thought Leanne was the one who was into it. Oh yeah, no, no. You're right. Le- it was <laughs> Alisair the Demon Six 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 who was the one that who was antagonizing Leanne because clearly you could have vampire demon hybrids and Leanne just goes, "No, you couldn't. That's bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> So that was... Uh, I once drew a picture of my invisible friend who was a vampire demon hybrid, so here's my proof. 
So, and actually, hey, was that, uh, did I do good character voices? I thought so. I felt like I, I gave each of them a distinct, you know, um, each a one... distinct yes. nerd personality. I agree. You had your, well, actually. So, Jane, you're listening to this on the outside. What are your thoughts? I, yeah. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I've, I've known a lot of people like this. I've talked to a lot of people like this. Like and some of these are like pe- Alistair the Demon 666. Yes. Both. Yes. And some of them grow this up is like... a compelling podcast right now, everybody. Like, oh. straight up. People like Leanne grow up to be people like me and Keith. More so Keith. Like, people that have a interest in it and, and looked into it and then just kind of went off again. Or, you know, people like me who continue to learn about it and do the spooky shit just because it's, it's a hobby now, really. Right. Um, but then you get people like Alice the Demon 666 who you know that's that's just their defining character trait now and I mean so I said that, I knew I knew those people in college like so I, I've, I've said this for Seriously. a long time um, I greatly prefer in life the people who think they're vampires over the people who insist that they're werewolves because well, oh, I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll buy that. I've got like two real reasons for this. Okay. Uh, reason, Fashion reason. Well, three real reasons. <laughs> Fashion for one. For two, I've always found that um, out of the two sides of this sort of otherkin debate, and once you get into people claiming they're half demon, half angel, get the fuck out of here! No, you, no, you <laughs> yeah. fucking are not. Get your own server, you bitch. Know, <laughs> I have also played Devil May Cry. Thank you. Um, but so you don't know real pain, you fucking casual. <laughs> but so the the people that are vampires tend to actually kind of be interested in in knowing their magical shit. Whereas the people who think that they're werewolves are just kind of, I'm a werewolf. So are you saying that um, that uh, that uh, a a werewolf's on Wii game is weak? No, no. <laughs> I, I just think that they that. God, this conversation just reason makes me three, think. Reason one of the three, movies Joe? we should watch in this series is Taika Waititi's "What We Do in the Shadows." Reason number three, Joe. Is because that's not how pack animals work. You can't all be the goddamn alpha. That's not how it works. Also, that's not how it works in a wolf pack. Anyway, there is no alpha in a wolf pack. That's outdated science. But even if that did work that way, you cannot all be the alpha male. That's not how (coughs) it works. Damn it. All right. Rant over. Have you seen what we do in the shadows? I don't think so. Should I? I think you would love that fucking movie. Yeah? And I'm pretty sure it is free on Amazon Prime. Hey, man, I got Amazon Prime and I got a smart TV. So we got a. uh, What is it? What we do in the shadows? Yeah. What they do? It's one of those. What what they do or what we do. So do we want to answer any uh, quick mail? Do we have mail? We do. We have two pieces of mail. What we do in the shadows. Yeah. We have, um, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, we've got one from Doug. Do, 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 oh, that do, does do, seem do, very do, interesting do, to me. Do, 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 do,
See, you know, you know, the other thing is, eventually we're going to have to record all of those acapella <laughs> like that so that we don't get knocked off of uh, YouTube. Does that count as fair use? Uh, it does count as fair use, yes. Help needed. Doug contacts us at couchcrouches at gmail.com. He says, um, hey, hey, Grouches, I'm going to start running a game. I'm going to have a party of four players. Two are veteran min-maxers. Two are brand new to Dungeons & Dragons, as well as tabletop game gaming as a whole. I have never run a game. Tips? Tricks? I'm looking to build a bit of a bespoke world with some adventure paths thrown in, so I'll have some fairly structured encounters. Miss you. Love, Doug. Make them all roll character sheets, and then force the min-maxers to trade with the two new players. That could be fun. <laughs> I love that, actually. Give the brand new players totally broken min-max character sheets, and make the min-maxers make the best out of... Well, I put I put some points... Oh, wait. We don't point by anymore. Shit. No. <sighs> oh, you can. There is a yeah, point okay. by system. Yeah, I put is. some points in, in animal handling, because I thought that'd be cool, but I only put one point in it. <laughs> well, it's it's also like it's like well well you know my dump stat is uh, I'm a fighter so my dump stat is intelligence. Well, I, when like, I, I'm someone that loves when someone very clearly declares a dump stat because and for no other like it's and it's not in any way shape or form built into a personality or something like that. Mm -hmm. Making them make rolls on the stat as much as possible. Uh, but I'm an asshole. Uh, Valorix's dump stat is strength. And he's got like, but a, he's also a bookish nerd, right? But that, but that makes sense. And his dexterity is well, it's also, through the fucking yeah, his roof. All of my, de my dexterity is the highest in the group, I think. What is your dex? Uh, I know my Josh's my dex is, is second to Josh. To Josh, yeah. but Josh is the goddamn rogue, which is hilarious to me. There's no real reason. But it's also that that none of be. us, except for maybe Austin, have a negative staff. Austin, even, <laughs> even, even Austin doesn't have it. Unless we're talking is about his, Grumbo. Is his wisdom no. at zero? No. It's higher than zero? I think it's. I, I think he has a 12 wisdom. Well, Austin, honey, if you're listening to me, you haven't been playing it that way. I'm no, sorry I think, to tell I, you. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he has. I could be wrong. Because he might like, have a 10 wisdom. Because like my lowest stat, I think, is an 11, which is yeah. still average intelligence. Yeah, I like Grumbo. Grumble with well, his Grumble's, oh, Grumble's if got I, an eight. If I roll a character eight. now, lower. Oh, really? Grumbo has a six. He has a minus two intelligence. If I if I roll a character now, I will go out of my way to have at least one negative stat because I think it's fun. It's fun to play. Yeah. And if you play. recall, I rolled Grumbo really well. You did. And I was very upset that I couldn't just be a dumb barbarian. So I said, let's. So you... we rolled a d6 and subtracted that from my score. Yeah, exactly what we did. But like to get. Yeah. Dumb barbarian. Yep. I gained nothing out of it except Grumbo. I I, fun. I very much enjoy playing a character who has one thing that they're really, really bad at. So you've DM'd now. Yeah. Have you DM'd before? I have, yeah. Um, what, what, just give me one piece of advice that you would give to a new DM. <sighs> Starting with Joe. Um, My advice would be go back and listen to the episode where we gave advice to we new do, DMs. We do have an episode that is our DM advice, but if I had Not to Not to give, shit on you, Doug. If I had I to you. give one just rock solid... So he he says in his email that he wants to sort of build his own world. I want to... Uh, yes. Uh, yes. That's exactly what he says. Um... Make I'm looking sure... To, uh, I'm looking to build a bit of a, of a bespoke world. 
So I would say make sure that you have a world that is fun to role play in so that the min-maxers will get off their high horse just a little bit while they watch the new players have fun RPing with NPCs and, you know, going into town and being excited and doing things. That might help those min-maxers walk it back just a little bit and start to let everybody ingratiate themselves in the game, hopefully. Michael. I would say, as far as creating a bespoke world goes, make sure you remember that uh, major settlements are built upon shipping, sh- shippable bodies of water, and that uh, there is a rain shadow on the other side of mountains that generally leads to more arid climates and, and deserts in, in those areas. Um, also, it makes... Are you, are you giving my world a hard time? It makes no sense to have a forest that close to, like, massive mountain ranges for kind of the same reasons. Um, no, I'm not giving you a world a hard time. I'm just... I'm... I am, uh... Oh, you, creating a bespoke world, I'm kind of giving him bullshit world-building advice. Yeah. Like, for cartography. Yeah. Because then, once you've kind of plotted out your land masses, you kind of <laughs> want to estimate where the rivers are, then you can run erosion through there. Mm-hmm. You know, remember that your rain's gonna fall on the leeward side of the mountains. But, no, honestly, um... Don't worry about any of that because that's some total world-building bullshit that only... I'm, I'm, that I'm totally down with, to be that, honest. That, well, but, the, like, it's not terribly important. It's important only if you're gonna go on to, like, the cartography subreddit or the the world building yeah. subreddits and post your world people are going to look at it and say well your coastlines are too straight and unless they're not unless they're too squiggly in which case they'll give you your coastlines are too aren't straight enough and they'll, they'll they'll pick it apart for those bullshit little reasons there but that's because they are the same type of nerds who go over to r slash conlang and write their own languages and then criticize each other for not using enough exotic phonemes um, and Wolverine's claws come out the top of his hands, not between his knuckles. I don't think it picked you up there. I don't care. And he said Wolverine's claws again. Holy water works on werewolves if you treat it like a flu-like virus. No, no, no. <laughs> Man, you're not, you're, you're forgetting. That was from a forum where people believe that they are werewolves. Steven contacts us at uh, couchgrouches at gmail.com. Did you give Doug an answer? Oh, I didn't give Doug an answer. Um, I mean, Doug, I skirted around giving Doug an answer. No, I love it. GMing. Uh, you, you want to DM the first time. Um, unless you are someone that refuses to think on your feet a bit, don't plan too much. Mm-hmm. Even the first game. Because if you're lucky, you've got creative players that will throw you for a loop. Oh, wait, I have a free have answer stuff for Doug, left, too. Have stuff, you know, kind of set up as just-in-case type things. For example, aquatic kobolds in a sewer. Yeah. Um, I remember that time. Yeah, you died. Yeah. I didn't so. die. I passed out. You, what do you got, Gonzo? We had to get saved by an NPC. Yep. What do you got? <laughs> the first time of many. Um, oh, shit, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, remember that, like, 
you're the DM. You can make up your own rules. If they want to look in the book, tell them to fuck off. Because you can house rule. But also remember that too many house rules can lead to some really ridiculous bad shit nonsense. Just, yeah. you know, be beholden to your story and then nothing else. And you want to tell one, your story? Yeah. If the rules don't currently fit what you want to have happen at that like dramatic beat, then by all means, you're the DM. You can make up the number that's on your dice. They shouldn't be seeing the number that you've rolled. They hear you roll a die, and it comes out that, oh, you have just fuck-murdered one of the PCs when actually it's like much more interesting as a dramatic moment to not fuck murder to them. To not fuck murder them. You can knock that number down and no one needs to know what you're right. doing. Simultaneously, if you want to really build that tension and you keep rolling stupidly low numbers, you can fudge some of those up too. But, you know, just like I say, don't don't be too uh, too upset about following the rules as written one hundred percent of the time. Just tell your story. Yeah, build That's a world. Build a world that is fun for you to tell stories in. Yeah, and if you're not having fun, don't do it. Done. The minute you stop having fun running games, stop running games. All right, Steven gets to us again. Couchgarbage at gmail He says, "Hey, Steven, did you ask a question for more than just Jim this week? That'd well, be he nice." Says, he says, "Hey there, Crouches. I got one today that you might even be able to work into a top five. Interesting. Okay. He says most people always think about what superpower they want to have." But I want to know what superhero you would most like to be friends with. Good luck with the show, guys. He's talking about Rocky Horror for y'all. Yeah. I'll see if I can get myself down to support you once it's on. Thanks, Steven. Cool. Sorry for giving you such a hard time. After <laughs> you uh, said such... Well, technically I did it before you said such nice things. So there you go. But... Um, super, you super, know I'm just joshing. Even if you're not. Even it's if you're just not. a jape. Listen, um, my number one superpowers are always, what's the superpower that's going to make it so I don't have to pay for gas or a car ever again, which is super speed, teleportation, flight. So I want to be friends with Nightcrawler, I want to be friends with The Flash, I want to be friends with anybody who can get me to work on time without me having to pay for gas. Uh, I want to be friends with, um, so I want to be friends, Here, you know what, I'd love to be friends, hear me out. I'd love to be friends with Batman, and here's why. So Bruce Wayne has an incredible amount of money. He's brooding. No, no, hold on. No, no, no. See, but I have to know a secret identity. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to be friends with Bruce Wayne, and the type of friend where, like, you know, I can hit him up for money all the time. Basically, basically, I, I want to have a friend where I can, he can make me rich, and I, I never actually have to interact with his, super, with his superhero identity, because I'll take his money and... I don't know, oh, invest and... Oh, yeah. so you, you'd be friends with Batman, but not know that he's Batman. So you would be friends with Bruce Wayne, which technically answers the question of being friends with Batman? Okay, I, would, I, gotcha. I think I legitimately would be friends with Nightcrawler. Not I'd be just, friends with Nightcrawler. Not just for of the power. Of course you'd be friends with but Nightcrawler. I feel like you'd be yeah. friends with Nightcrawler, A, because of the power would be very cool. B, but also you're both very Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> you're both Catholic. <laughs> Um, C, you're both into dark brooding chicks. Yeah. Like, yeah, it would work. I feel like I, I'd be friends with uh, Spider-Gwen, because she's cute. <laughs> I, if I, I think if I had to pick a spider friend, um, I would be friends with Peter Porker, the spectacular well, Spider-Ham myself. That does But only sense. if he's played by John Mulaney. I like, sense. I would be friends with Spider-Man Noir. 
yeah. but played by Nicolas Cage. So and this is, okay, so if we were at the desk, this is when I'd cue the bees. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, who, I, who, who do I like as a superhero? Does Constantine ca- No, I don't want to be friends You're with Constantine. Friends with Constantine? God, all of his friends die. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, I have quickly revised that answer. Um, I want to be friends with She-Hulk, so I can always have a good attorney if something goes wrong. Yeah. Not Matt Murdock, who is not is always yeah. fucking his, uh, is always fucking up his, uh, client's life. Um, I feel like there's probably, like, a good answer for me to have here. One that's not just me pulling an answer out of my ass like I always do. Uh, what, what superheroes do I know? You're a DC guy, so you I got am. Superman, Batman, Flash. I want, like, literally uh, Wonder the Woman. The Flash could be kind of cool. Martian but... Manhunter. Green Lantern. Uh, well, Green Lantern yeah. would be a pretty cool friend yeah, to have. Yeah, he'd be pretty cool. Especially I like me a, I like me a Hal Jordan. Yeah. Hal um, Jordan would be a good friend. John Stewart would be a good friend. Kyle Rayner's an asshole. Kyle Rayner's an asshole. Yeah. Guy Gardner. I, I don't really... I don't think I would be friends um, with Guy Gardner. You know what? Uh, Hawkman. <laughs> Dick Grayson's not too bad. Dick Grayson would be a pretty good friend. I could also be friends with Harvey Birdman, mm-hmm. attorney at law. Yeah. Space Ghost, Ghost to Ghost. Space Ghost, Ghost to Ghost. <laughs> you know, Space Ghost wasn't a superhero, though, was he? Well, Space Ghost, the actual cartoon Space Ghost, was a superhero. Yeah. Sure he was. He was? I thought he was just the Space Ghost. No, he was a superhero. Oh. How about the Phantom? <laughs> so another rich millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. The Green Hornet. Nah, I gotta be friends with Kato. <laughs> yeah, Kato's right. one he would be friends with. Yeah. Kato would take you to all the best parties. Yeah. All right, so that's a good question. So, uh, Joe, if people want to get more questions to us, how do they do that? They can email them to us, like our two from tonight. That's couchcrouches at gmail.com. You can send us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. And they can send us on Instagram and Twitter, at couchcrouches. Or they can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. By going to YouTube.com and searching for Couch Crouches. We're stalled out on YouTube, people. We need, uh, we only need, we need, we're about halfway there. So we need a couple more people. So if you haven't done it yet, subscribe to our YouTube. And if you have, tell your friends. Remember, they don't ever have to ever actually have to watch anything. Although we'd love them to. Hey, uh, I, I, I want to give a personal thank you to Sarah for suggesting that movie. Like I said earlier, Joe and I have been familiar with the John Tron review of it. Yeah. So when I heard it in that email that week, I legitimately went, oh, oh shit, yeah, let's watch that, and then forgot about it until today. That was not an unpleasant way to spend that an hour and a half. That was a good way to spend it. Um, I, do, I do also like that our movies that we've watched so far are in that like 90-minute range. Yeah. I think that's the perfect length for a bad movie. I think when you get a little too long on bad movies, then you you start to get dragged down. Oh, then now, you're going to love it when you finally finish Dune and I make you watch the David Lynch movie. Now, God. Jim, how do we feel about Howling 2 versus Dracula 3000? Which I, one I mean, was more watchable? Or were they about oh, no, you No, no, you've got two completely different viewing experiences. Dracula 3... See, see Dra- Howling 2, while it did not have much of a budget, certainly had more of a budget than Dracula 3000. I could not. It had locations. It had... It, yeah, they were in Prague. It had a plot that was... Wasn't quite as much all over they the place. They had a plot that was there. Yeah. 
Dracula 3000 looks like it was... Uh, Dracula 3000 is effectively a group of uh, full-motion video clips from a, a 90s video game tied together well, with Tiny Lister. Well, yeah, they, he, he was, as we've said a couple times, Yuri from... Yuri's Revenge. Yuri's Revenge, was, yeah. the, was the captain. Yeah, so... Um, um, I don't know. I, but, I, 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 if I had to... If you had to say to me, you know, which movie which movie is a is a overall better experience, The Howling 2 is a better experience, uh, Dracula 3000 has the superior ending. Yeah. Although, yeah, the, although the, there are not... Though there were 12... Uh, I'm sorry, 17... 17 booby rips. Booby rips. Yeah. Um... And an additional, like, two just one party to hang yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. I enjoyed that. I love the fact that it led me to that website that gave Joe such Joy. childlike glee really just did. to hear the conversation really that these people did. were having. It was, it was something else. Um, I'd say come out, see Rocky Horror, but you live, like, in Boston or something, I believe. Still could. So... You know, maybe you and Austin from Austin, who now lives in Boston. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah. So, thank you. I sure. think that's it for me. Joe, you got anything else? I'm just reading the Wikipedia article here. Um, for what? Howling for, 2? For Howling 2. Just trying to find a budget. And I didn't. But I did find a, a quote from director <laughs> Philippe Mora, uh, who revealed that the actors Reb Brown and Annie yep. McEnroe were so bad in their roles that veteran Christopher Lee acted offset in a manner as if wishing himself away, which I think they captured perfectly in that scene in the car with the three of them. <laughs> he's just he's just, the two of them are doing their acting, and he's just in the backseat, and he closes his eyes and is just pretending he's not there. Fuck, <laughs> fuck these two. Uh, all right. I, I love how Christopher Lee was in that, but still he could take the actor's high road. Even right. Though they were all, all of them, simultaneously participating in the Howling 2, Your Sister's a Werewolf. Or My Sister's a Werewolf. Or, or whatever. whatever the fuck. Sturba she bitch. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, we'll get this up This we'll get this up tonight, and then uh, we're going to... We should be back on regular we schedule. We should be back, yeah. back on Wednesday, and... We'll watch another, an- another, another piece of popular cinema. We we don't know what it is yet, right? No, I don't think we've decided yet. We've got a couple of choices up in the air, but uh, in the meantime, uh, I guess that's we're gonna call it that. All so right. for uh, couch grouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Fuck on, audience. And this is like where the non sequitur would normally.